0: And this is Betsy Stover. So I am, um, I'm not with Amanda right now. She is actually, this morning, she got on an airplane at five, 4.30 in the morning with all three of her kids and her husband to go on an uh, a three-week-long sort of East Coast extravaganza, just a uh, vacation. Well, I mean, we know it's not really a vacation so much as a trip, but anyway. Um, so I am alone, and it just occurred to me I had such a day, and I can't go three weeks without talking to you guys. <laughs> I think we have like episodes stockpiled, and I just you got just too much ha- too much happened today, and I wanted to tell you about it. I had to talk to someone, um, and uh, I you know, hopefully you guys enjoy these episodes. I know that we enjoyed the episodes, just doing them, just like getting this shit off our chests. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm in my closet, which is a sound booth, but it's also a closet. Um, and I'm drinking a martini. (laughs) Um, so I'm drinking a martini in my closet as you do. Uh, and I'm just gonna, i want to jump right in. So today, oh, and by the way, I apologize for my, uh, for the, if the sound quality is uh, a little subpar. My, um, my sound booth is missing some of the um, soundproofing that it normally has, which I will get to a little bit later. So today I was home with all three kids by myself, and I always need to get out of the house because otherwise I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Um, so I was like, let's all go to Discovery Cube, which is like this children's museum. And I like it because it's, um, it, there's like a playground next to it and it's really big and we're members. So, you know, we pay whatever, whatever amount of money uh, I think I paid like $124 for like a two year membership which really kind of like evens out nicely um, when it comes to like you know two parents and three kids um, and I like that you know they have air conditioning and, and like exhibits that are always changing and stuff so that's always nice so I I take all three kids to Discovery Cube and we get there and um and everything's going great, and the oldest kid, Rex, the six year old. Oh, and for people who maybe don't usually listen, I feel like I always need to tell you, I have three kids, all boys, six, five, and one. Okay, so that's where that. So that's what who I took with me to Discovery Cube, the Children's Museum, um. So we go into this room, and it has, like, all these, like, weird um, sort of, like, foam pieces that it, like, velcros to the wall. And then the kids can kind of, like, do all this modular shit with it. And, of course, the baby, like, immediately falls and, like, um, like hurts himself. He probably fell and hurt his face or head. Um, I'm going to say a minimum of six times today. Fell hurt himself, cried. Um, so he felt, he like immediately fell and cried. And there was like some mom that was just kind of like, I was really tired. I was already tired. Like by the time we got there, it was like one thirty in the afternoon. So, um, I really was looking forward to kind of like letting them play, but also, I don't know, like mentally kind of zoning out Um, just like not being very present. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but so, so immediately there's like a mom there and she, she gives me kind of like a crazy vibe. Like, I don't know. She like, just a kind of a crazy vibe. Um, and she's, like, really trying to engage me, um, which which is far—I don't know. Like, I know my friend Jessica Eason um, always goes, like, places. Like, she goes to, like, a—you know, takes her kid to dance class and is, like, excited when people want to, like, engage with her and talk with her. But I'm, like, a—I guess I'm just, like, a bitch. I'm, like, a, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't—I just want to, like— live through this experience, it's horrible. I just want to like, uh, make it through this experience. Um, give my kids an experience, (laughs) keep everyone alive, keep everyone entertained, not be at home. And so that's, that's my goal. Um, so, so we're in this room with all these foam things and this mom is, is giving me crazy vibe and she's trying to engage. And, um, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not being like overly friendly, but I'm not being rude or anything. I don't I don't think. And she keeps Okay, so she has she has sort of an accent also, like just kind of like a California like a California accent with like maybe um I don't know, like like maybe she like maybe Maybe her parents came from, like, a Spanish-speaking background. So she already has, like, kind of an accent that you have to listen hard to her words. to, For me, at least, to understand what she's saying. And then on top of that, she has, like, a super raspy voice. And it kind of, like, goes in and out. And and I don't know if she's, like, sick or if this is her voice. Because I don't know her. She's a stranger. Um, And um, she keeps wanting to talk to me. Um, but I'm also watching three children, and one of them's a baby, and he keeps almost dying and, like, totally eating it on all these weird, like, foam pieces that are everywhere, and, like, a lot of them are cylinders, so he's, like, a constant, he's just, like, one step away from a tragic pratfall, um, at all times. And she keeps asking me questions, and they're not, they're not, like, nor I don't know, it's not, like, a normal conversation. Like, she wants to know what their birthdays are. She doesn't ask how old they are. She wants to know what their birthdays are. So I'm like, is she like doing some kind of like astrology shit or, and same thing. She wants to know what my birthday is. Um, she, she, and because her voice is so raspy and she has sort of an, like a little, just like a little bit of an accent. I mean, we all have accents, but, um, But I get really distracted by accents for whatever reason. Like, I used to have this, like, um, math teacher at the University of Minnesota who was from China, and I couldn't... I'm, like, the worst math student, and I couldn't concentrate on anything he said because I was so just like distracted by his accent or like I remember when I was in high school I used to um, work at a movie theater and anytime someone came in with like a strong act like a British person anyone came in um, with like sort of a non-American accent I would make someone else I would be like hey Stephanie can you (laughs) can you like serve this person because I was so terrified I would get like really distracted by people's accents I would like really fixate on them. And then I would, without knowing it, I would um, mimic it. I would mimic it. So I was in constant fear that I was gonna like um, really offend someone <laughs> by mimicking them. Like, <laughs> cause, cause that's fucking weird. That's weird. You go and like you're like I I'd like a pi- I'd like a large popcorn. And the girl behind the thing is like I like a large popcorn. You know. All right, I'm gonna have a sip of a martini. Hello. Oh. Uh, huh. All right, so so on top of this, this mom has, like, this really raspy voice, and she's asking me all these, like, random questions, and um, but she's never, like, very close to me, and she is, like, a quiet talker, and, and her voice is so raspy that her words kind of c- go, like, in and out. Like, it sounds like she's been, like, as if someone had just gotten over an illness, like... Uh, or she had been screaming a lot, so she's like, for example, she would, she was like talking. I couldn't even understand anything she was saying. Like she was telling me stories, and then looking at me like for a reaction, and I never knew what she was talking about because I was busy with my three kids, and um, and she was saying like weird random shit, and um, so she'd be like, like my my sister lives in Calabasca. Like, she wouldn't even say, like, Calabasas. Like, the the last part of sis was just, like, implied. Like, because I would watch her mouth move. <sighs> so she was just, like, I don't know. She was perfectly nice. But I just, I didn't want I didn't, to, I didn't want an entourage. I already have an entourage everywhere I go. Um, and they're really, like, kind of difficult to deal with. So... She she made a big deal of how our kids were really connecting. And so all of a sudden now, everything we're doing, we are now doing with this woman and her son. And her kid is really great and really nice kid. But instead of this sort of the trip that I thought we were having, now we have these two sort of extra people that we have to run everything kind of by. And um. So so we spent the entire time with them with me just, um, I I just wanted to like zone out. I just, I didn't want to like be staring at a stranger's mouth, trying to figure out what she was saying all day. Um, and, uh, so yeah. Uh, And the kids just, my, my oldest son kept like doing things for a longer period than everyone else. And so, Then she also would be like, well, I'll stay with them or whatever, which was totally friendly and nice. But ultimately, like, this was a stranger. Like, I don't know this person's name. Um, I don't know if they're a nice person. (laughs) I don't know if they're going to take my kids somewhere. Uh, Like, I don't know. Um, So I felt really, like, weird about that. About this, like, stranger kind of, like, hanging out with my kids when I wasn't there. Right? I feel like I'm saying that out loud, and that seems really Rational. So we do all that. Um, the, everything's like just keeps getting later and later. They finally leave. Oh my God. I'm so grateful. But then also I realize I got to get home and make dinner. And we're, we're like a half an hour plus away from home. And, um, and then, of course, like, there, you know, everyone needs to pee, which takes forever. And uh, and then we have to go buy ice cream um, because that was promised. And uh, there's some other thing we have to see because that was a thing that we said we would do before we left. And so, of course, just like, it was like leaving a party or something where you just, oh, you got to say goodbye to fucking everyone and go get your coat. And you forgot your purse in the bedroom. ah. Like, you just want to, like, ghost. I just want to do, like, an Irish goodbye for Discovery Cube. But instead, it was just, like, a fucking, you know, receiving line of ice cream and bathrooms. So, we, um, so, yeah. So, then we go, we leave. I fill up everyone's water bottles. I realize one is missing. So, then we have to go all the way, like, we have to, like, track our steps, like, all through this fucking thing. All the way back to the bathroom where he's left his water bottle. Um And, uh... We we so we finally leave. We come home. There's like wait. There's like a fucking bacchanal of screen time, of course, because I'm just like over it. The baby will not. Why? Oh, I, the baby falls asleep in the car like ten minutes before we get home. Sometimes I can put him down for a nap and he'll fall back asleep, even if like I'll. I'll get him out of the car. I'll put him back down in his crib and he'll fall back asleep sometimes for like 2 hours. That was not the case today. <laughs> I put him in his bed and he was like, "I'm super awake." Hello. And I'm like, "Cool. Lay down in this bed cuz I'm going to go make dinner." And then he was and then he just stood in his crib and like jumped up and down for 20 minutes while I tried to pretend like he was falling asleep, but he was not. So, um, all right, time for another sip off this martini Uh, that was uh, uh, I love a martini I originally wanted the picture on our podcast thing to be a martini glass with a a truck in it like a car in it but uh, everyone thought that maybe a a wine glass was a little bit more uh, made more sense which I get I guess a martini seems like a party drink or I don't know what but that's my drink. That's my drink of choice. I used to be a bourbon drinker. And then I had babies. And then my taste for bourbon is gone. I don't know why. Anyway. So we get home. I ignore the baby. I try to make dinner. Everything. Uh, then I have to go get the baby. Everything times out. Like all fucked out. Um. Of course my husband is like. I won't be coming home. Between my day job and my night job. So I'm like okay great. Um, so. Dinner. Okay, so let's see. So what was the other thing I want to tell you guys? So then we go upstairs. Oh, so everyone's like f- fucking jerk about picking up their toys, whatever. We go upstairs. We do bath time. <laughs> right? Okay, now I remember. <laughs> okay, so I run the bath. I'm sitting on the floor next to the bathtub. Um, It's essentially like between the bathtub and the toilet. And we live in Southern California. So we have like a, uh, like if it's yellow, keep it mellow kind of situation. Um, Because, you know, like we compost and like whatever. We recycle. We recycle. It's no big deal. (laughs) We're patriots and environmentalists. It's no big deal. Anyway, um, we compost and it's a nightmare. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, it really reeks of pee over here. What the fuck? Uh, Is this, like, is this toilet full of, like, ten days of pee? What's happening? Baby's in the tub. I, like, look over. I lift the lid to the toilet. I immediately jump and (laughs) drop the toilet lid down. (laughs) I go back to open it again. And inside is a toilet full of piss but also is a massive toy snake <laughs> like a like a 3 foot long plastic toy snake in the toilet full of pee <laughs> Um, so that was surprising and uh and kind of put me in a shitty mood. <laughs> like I was already so tired from just the whole day of being alone with the kids by myself, all three of them doing everything, doing baths, doing dinner, bedtime, everything. So this was like, holy fucking shit. Come on. And now no one can. I make them all pee before they take a bath. And now I have to send them into the other room to do it. Uh, you know, like in into a different bathroom to do it, which is like a pain in the butt because they're unsupervised in another part of the house. And God knows what they do. I don't know about other people's kids. Like we went, Amanda and I taped a podcast with uh, uh, Jason Worsham, uh the other day. And he his kids... While we did a podcast out in the back studio, his kids just, like, hung out and played a video game the entire time. It was amazing. I don't understand it. Our, my kids would have, like, drawn on the refrigerator with permanent marker. Like, that's how they roll. Okay, so. So there's a snake in the fucking toilet. (laughs) I'm over it. <laughs> I send the boys to pee in another part of the house, and I hope that everything's cool. My oldest son has some weird fucking rash all over his body. Who knows? Who knows what that's about? Um, and uh, then, <laughs> so I finally do all of the bedtime, and the baby is, like, such a fussy mess. Whatever. We're We're done. I'm like, "Oh my god, the finish line is in sight." Like I see it. I've run this marathon. I'm like crawling toward the finish line. I hug everyone. I I go to like leave the room. And I can see from their doorway my own doorway and I can see the that this is not normal. That In that the door to this closet, where I'm in in right now, this studio, is open, and the soundproofing that is stapled to the door of it, the inside of it, is off. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Who, I sent you guys into my room to pee, and you have Pulled the soundproofing off the wall of my of my sound booth. Cool, 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 cool. I saw the, the the fucking finish line was there. And then, and it was as if someone, like, dragged me by the ankles back, I don't know, 10 meters. I don't know how much 10 meters is. 10, 30, 30 feet? Is that what? I don't know. I'm not European. So... So yeah, so that so then I, I f- try to figure out... Oh, I never found out, by the way, who put a snake in the toilet. It could have been any three of the lunatics that I made. I made three insane people. All of them could have put a huge snake into a vat of piss. Who knows? Um... Uh, but none of them would fess up to that. And then finally, I, I essentially, like, you know, waterboarded out, you know, the f- five-year-old had done it. And uh, and I, I was like, well, I was so pissed. I was so pissed because I was just, oh, I was like over everything. And I told him, like, no free screen time tomorrow. Like, you could have educational screen time and that's it. Which I think, I don't know, maybe that was too much. But I, to me, I was like, you have, I didn't say this, but I was like, you have fucking vandalized my... Special space. I don't have any special spaces. This is one special space that belongs just to me. And you fucked it off. Come on! So, no free screen time. If you want to be on the screen, you play a fucking game of, about chess or spelling or some shit. But you ain't going to play Candy Crush, that's for sure. Uh. And, of course, he, like, lost his mind, so sad, so sad, just, like, sat on the end of his bed, crying forever. The six-year-old kept needling him about it and was like, oh, does he not have any screen time tomorrow? Like, oh, my God, because he just wants to, like, twist the knife. That's, like, how he rolls with his brother. I'm, I'm sure it's normal. Um, so, yeah, uh, and that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. So, so yeah. Today was exhausting. I miss Amanda. I'm gonna miss being able to talk with her for the next three weeks. But maybe I'll talk to you guys. <laughs> Hopefully, this wasn't boring. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Um, but uh, I certainly needed to get it off my chest. All right, everyone. Uh, hey, Betsy, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Betsy said to herself in her closet into her phone while she drank a martini. <sighs> All right. Well, if you're listening and you met a weird mom today who just uh, you know, gave you the heebie-jeebies. Uh and uh and you found <laughs> and you found a snake in your toilet. Um and then you kind of, you know, tried to keep it together but maybe lost your mind a little bit you're doing a great job my mommy Drinks